Hey, what's up, my friends? This is the Zim video, and I'm the Zim. This is, uh, I don't really need my headphones. I'm gonna take them off. This is the MCU After Show, and um, so I'm live on YouTube right now, but I'm also recording this on, um, for the MFA, or not, I have so many things. This is for the Creative Mind Podcast. So I, this is a dual, simo, somewhat simulcast type of deal. So if you're into, hanging out with me talking about the MCU, but you don't don't want to watch it live or you don't want to watch it on YouTube, you can find it also on the Creative Mind podcast and the link to it is in the description of the video. So, you know, jump down there. And today is, I don't know, I'm just going to do, it's sort of like a reminder for myself, but for anybody else that cares what this show is all about. I'm going to kind of break it down. We're going to talk a little bit about each thing. This won't be a long show today because I didn't really prep a lot of notes or anything. If somebody there's, it looks like there's one person in the view in this right now. Um, if you have questions, if you want to create the show with me by just jumping in the comments or in the chat and just start to ask me questions about the MCU, about my thoughts and ideas about whatever, um, that'd be great. We can create this show together. But today's show is just kind of a warm up, uh, kind of stretch those muscles again, because starting next week, it is the um, the beginning of the series with Loki, which we'll get into. But basically, the way I've been doing this um, up till now is it's pretty much, you know, um, conditional on a show like this is a very much a response to whatever is this this particular episode today is more of like a speculation on what's to come. And we'll just kind of maybe think about it. Like I said, I didn't write a lot of notes. I'm just going to kind of try to remember what I've seen on the internet and whatnot over the last, um, since the end of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But, um, you know, coming up, you know, next week we'll have Loki, we'll, we'll have watched the show and then we'll get a chance to kind of like respond to it. And the way I kind of build it out is it's based on each character of the show. So whatever characters they introduce in the first episode, We'll just talk about each character and that's kind of the way i've been structuring this show it looks like there's four people watching this right now so feel free to jump in the chat and talk to me ask me questions about something um if you want to stir the pot and get kind of ideas out there what you're thinking about things i'd love to hear from you but um like i said it's available both on the creative mind podcast and on my youtube channel and of course if you have like youtube premium you can just turn off the sound or turn off the video and um, put it in your pocket and listen to it like a podcast because this is definitely more of a podcast than a uh, than a video like I happen to have something on the screen right now just because I'm trying to take advantage of the fact that I can put things on the screen so I have a picture of Loki in his like president Loki outfit that we've seen in the previews but so let's I guess that's really um, the introduction to this and then like I said, it'll probably be short today unless you guys jump in the comment or in the chat and, and stir the pot a little bit and, and we'll see what happens. But but we'll start with Loki because that's the big deal. That's what we're coming up with. And the main thing I wanted to say about Loki, really, um, you know, I'm super hyped for it, obviously. I mean, I'm super hyped pretty much for everything that the MCU is putting out. So it's not there's nothing I'm like, oh, man, that looks dumb. <laughs> uh, there hasn't been anything. I mean, for me, the worst the worst MCU movies up till this point um, and kind of MCU stuff for me, like Thor, the dark world was pretty bad. The first Hulk movie was kind of didn't really fit, um, fit the, uh, the, uh, 
kind of vibe. It was before Iron Man one. So like they didn't know how to write these movies like John Favreau kind of like, you know, changed the tone, like started that tone of what the MCU was going to be all about. Um, so, so yeah, we have Don in the uh, chat, you know, this isn't a top war show and it, odds are very low that I'm going to get another, um, you know, promo code for top war. So <laughs> thanks for jumping in the chat. I appreciate your interacting with the show. If you have any questions about the MCU, if you, what's your Don, what is your favorite MCU situation, um, character movie? Do you have a favorite? I'd love to hear about it. Um, what yours is, um, I'm doing great though, by the way. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. How are you? I, uh, like I said, I, I didn't come to this show today with a lot of prep. I'm just like wanted to jump on and just kind of, uh, just kind of, uh, just talk, just see what, see what's up. See if you guys are interested in talking to me about the MCU. Cause I'd really love it. I mean, I don't know. There's probably something I need to do to build this up. Like I'd love this show to get to the point of the Saturday top four show where people are just down and want to talk about it and um kind of hang out with me so because I love the MCU I love talking about it. I have thoughts ideas and all that kind of stuff that are coming down the pipe with the the MCU and I've been I've watched every movie multiple times in fact just last night I watched um was it last night well a couple nights I split it up but I watched the third Iron Man movie which gets kind of mixed um lukewarm reception especially since like they kind of did that bait and switch with the mandarin not a lot of people like that it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the mandarin with shang chi and the and the ten rings or is that the name of the yeah yeah the the shang chi movie that's coming out um and how they deal with the ten rings and that kind of idea and if they bring back the mandarin like the real mandarin or whatever i don't know what <laughs> what the plan is there but um you know, and it was kind of disappointing that they, you know, they did drop that line in the movie. So Trevor Slattery is the guy that um, played the fake Mandarin. But um, the actor, Ben Kingsley, like such an amazing actor that they kind of like wasted him. Like he would have been a cool actual Mandarin, but they did drop that line in that they gave him plastic surgery. So there could be this thing like maybe he... So look, somebody that looks just like him is an actual is an actual like Mandarin type character. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there because the MCU is able to do that in some ways. So like they've planned this so far out that things that we don't know are significant from an earlier movie. Oh, it's like, oh, they actually had this thought that they were going to use that coming up, which is pretty crazy to me. But um, so back on. Oh, basically, but the last thing I wanted to say about Iron Man 3, though. So I've watched, recently I've watched Iron Man 1, I watched Iron Man 2. I watched, um, I think those are the only ones recently I've watched. And then, so I wanted to watch Iron Man 3. And visually, I really started, I think by the time they got to Iron Man 3, they started to figure out something visually with the production value of the movies just in terms of like color grading and that type of thing that is carried on through the rest of the MCU. Like that's where I feel like there was a pivot that I haven't heard anybody talk about um, in terms of that kind of context, you know, just the way that it just felt like, oh, this feels more like what the rest of the movies feel like up. 
because the first you know iron man one and even iron man two you know they were still kind of feeling it out and learning it and like the budgets were different and and all that kind of thing so so uh so yeah so i just feel like by the time they got to iron man 3 that's when it really started to settle in and like this is what we're this is how we're making it and I, I don't remember what movies maybe were came out right around the same time as iron man 3 like before and after so maybe those movies also have that same kind of tone but iron man 3 is where it kind of hit hit it for me but um i want to talk let's talk a little bit about loki um what the expectations are obviously i'm expecting this is my expectation i think out of the so they've dropped um wandavision has come out everybody was like we love wandavision wandavision was amazing and because it was like the first thing that we've seen in a long time we were all hungry for the mcu we're like oh please we need something we need something from the mcu because it's like been a while they dropped wandavision it was like unexpected and awesome and people were into it i was into it um you know, maybe maybe a little bit more geared toward the the fan of the MCU because like I watched it with my mom and she kind of like didn't the first couple episodes were like not as like um, kind of she just didn't what wasn't in she was like this is weird and I was like wow I love that it's weird I love that it's different they're giving us something different so but and and we set this kind of benchmark or we set this kind of standard of like okay these Disney Plus shows are gonna hopefully going to be at least as good as WandaVision. And in my opinion, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier came along and was better, like across the board, better than WandaVision, you know, better cinema, you know, like the cinematics of it, like it was consistently better throughout the whole thing. Like WandaVision had some problems with, for me, like it felt like at times it felt like made for TV versus made for cinema. Whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier really held a pretty constant cinematic standard throughout the whole series and there was only one moment which i've talked about before that kind of took me out of it which was some of the sound um back like the musical score at one of the later episodes where they go back to sam's kind of home and they use this kind of guitar driven sound. and i thought that kind of it felt kind of like public domain type of you know it didn't feel you know cinema standard you know m music they they could have chosen like so so i was i wasn't down with that um so don your your thor in uh in in the top war game is that because you're a, a fan of the mcu is that just because you chose to use thor what what's that all about but um but yeah so so coming into the to the loki series I really feel like I honestly feel like this is going to be the best of the three so far. It's going to be because I don't know. I just feel like the combination of Loki is like one of the most popular characters in the MCU. And you got Tom Hiddleston, you know, the actor, you know, like all of them have great actors. But I just feel like, you know, the the fact that you have Tom Hiddleston, who's who's like a really great actor. And then you have. Um, Luke Wilson playing the Mobius e Mobius character. I just feel like it's gonna be like the best. I just have a strong feeling that this is gonna be the best of these these initial three Disney Plus MCU shows so far. So let me know what you think. Drop it in the um, the chat or the comments. You know wherever you're listening. If you're listening to this on the podcast side, you can go over to find this video on YouTube and and drop in the comments and let me know what you think. Do you think this is going to be 
the best of the three so far? Do you think, were you like, no, WandaVision was amazing. That was the best one. No, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the best one. Um, of course, we haven't seen Loki yet, so we don't really know. But my prediction is this is going to be the best of the three um, in terms of just, you know, I think it's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be, you know, obviously, I feel like the cinematic, like the production quality is going to be on point, um, just like it was with Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then that bringing it out into like the, the, the more expansive, like both WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier were earthbound shows where Loki is going to be kind of getting into that Guardians of the Galaxy area. Like, you know, obviously um, the, you know, they're going to be just more space oriented. You got the, where, where's, where's Thor and Loki from? What's that? Where, where's their people from? I can't remember the name of the place that they, uh, they're from, but anyways, um, so you just, you get this off worldly, you get this outer space kind of vibe and it's going to be more expansive in that way. And hope maybe we'll get introduced to some, of uh, you know maybe we'll get some kind of like background taste of what's going to happen in the eternals talking about like the celestial type of people type of idea in the mcu we get more sense of the the lore and this like the greater universe of the mcu so i'm interested to see what kind of easter eggs we get throughout the show it'll be fun to watch but um, yeah, that's that's basically all I had to say about Thor. I mean, about Loki and um, and that kind of idea. So I don't know if you have any thoughts, um, drop them in the comments in the chat and we can go from there. The next uh, one I have on my list to talk about is the Eternals. And so we've been getting a lot of, you know, concepts around the Eternals. Like, what is this going to be all about? There's been the things that have the big things that I've been hearing is uh, some people have been saying this is going to be the best MCU um, cinematic kind of experience yet because we have the, you know, our, um, our Academy award winning director. Um, I forget her name, but she just, she just won the Academy award for best director this last year. So, and she's making the Eternals. We have, you know, we have a ensemble cast of pretty, well-known and awesome actors and just like the the idea of it and one of the concepts you know marvel's been doing a good job of not just doing one type of movie like every movie that they've done up till now in a lot of ways has been you know skinned in something else it's like or it's been like you know ant-man and the ant-man is like a heist movie that's skinned in in comic book you know it's like you know uh captain america winter soldier was like an, an espionage movie and then like um you know thor ragnarok was like a buddy comedy and you know so there's just been all these different they, they skin these movies in different kind of ways and so what is the basically the skin i don't know if the skin is the cinema is the comic books or the skin is the the other genre but whatever you get what i'm saying like they they kind of apply a different genre it's not just a quote comic book movie it's like these just happen to be comic book characters but this movie is something else and the potential for this the eternals to be like like an oscar bait drama is like the thought that i had in my head like they haven't had a dramatic movie yet in the mcu like that like it, this is like 
this is a drama. This is not an action movie. This is a, and like, what if that, I would love that. I think the only thing playing against that idea is the fact that the cast is so big that oftentimes with kind of more dramatic movies, you, it's a very, like a smaller, um, you know, smaller lens, I'll just say, but you have like your main couple actor, you know, it's like, it's just a smaller store. It's like a smaller scope of a movie or this movie seems like it's going to be pretty wide, broadly scoped. So that's an idea there. But, you know, looking at the preview was pretty, the cinematically, the, the kind of tone and texture and cinematic texture they have for the movie looks um, kind of unique. It looks like the pacing will be maybe potentially a little slower, which I'm looking forward to. I really want so the big question or the no, the one idea is that, you know, coming off of Endgame, right? They, it's like, where do you go after Endgame? It's like, you have like this, that was a mate. That's like, and so everybody's maybe expecting, you set up this expectations, like everything has to be just like Endgame. Like you expect this big payoff every single movie. And I really, I want them to intentionally go like, just slam on the brakes and go like, we're making a movie, we're making a show, we're making an idea. They they kind of did with WandaVision in a way, but it's, um, and they've, they've kind of done it with WandaVision and with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and maybe we'll get this with Loki too, where you just, you just get really focused on the character again. It's like not even about what's going on in the rest of the world or the universe in a way. You're just having this intimate character-driven story, and there's like, there's, there's like not even any special effects. Like I would love a Marvel movie that was just like they like got they minimized special effects, they minimized the scope, and they just talked to like this had this intimate story about one of the characters, just to be like, whoa, this like reset our palate, like give us a palate cleanse. You know, maybe it wouldn't do as good, you know, monetarily, but it would. I think it would set up the rest of the MCU for another round better than trying to go like well. We, we left with Endgame and we, you know, I know they, they're smart enough not to feel like they have to do this, but to really reset us and go like, let's bring it back to just character driven, not a lot going on, you know, kind of idea. Because um, even like the first Iron Man movie, really, there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, big action sequences. It was just kind of like getting to know Tony Stark, building the Iron Man suit was like the first quarter of the movie. And then there really wasn't even a lot. There was a the battle at the end, but it was very closed within this him and, you know, Obadiah. It was just not, it wasn't very expansive yet. So I just think that that's what I'd like to see. But anyways, we'll see what Eternals actually ends up being. Um, if you have any thoughts about what, what you think Eternals is going to be like, um, if you're excited for it, if you're not excited for it, let me know in the comments or in the chat or wherever. I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Um, and then we have, I have the next one on my list is Spider-Man No Way Home. All, of course, all the speculation is are, you know, Tobey Maguire and who's the other, uh, Gar Andrew Garfield going to be in this one. They're, they're denying that they will. I don't know at this point because it's been, we haven't got any solid confirmation either way and they've been keeping a lid on it. Um, obviously, they're bringing in a lot of the enemies from other, you know, we have we, we have confirmation that oh, Jamie Foxx Electro, um, who's the Molina, I can't remember his first name, but Doc Ock from the to Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe is going to be in this. Um, 
so and then we we have thoughts that the green goblin from the toby Maguire spider-man universe is going to be in it as well so it's like wh- where is this going what is the the potential for the you know um multiverse in this idea what's their priority there I don't know, are Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield going to be in it? I think it would be awesome if they were, if they did it correctly, if it wasn't just like, oh, here they are. But if they had a substantial, like there was a reason for them, a really good reason for them to be there, I really think that would be awesome. I hope it, I kind of hope it happens. I'm excited to see it, obviously. I love to tell I was just talking to somebody else recently. I forget who it was, but having a conversation about the, um, different Spider-Man up to this point and my favorite so far is the Tom Holland Spider-Man other you know other than the fact that um I kind of am a little disappointed that Tony Stark made his suit and stuff so much so was so involved it's like I kind of wish he kind of made his own suit a little bit more but whatever that's fine and the the Iron Spider suit was it's been controversial about that but I'm okay with it, but I really like just in terms of the the way they've made the character kind of be, feel younger, at least at first. I mean, now we're getting on a few years, and, you know, next time we see Tom Holland on the screen, he's obviously going to be older, so we'll see how that feels um, as he physically gets older uh, and that kind of idea, but yeah, obviously excited for Spider-Man No Way Home. It'll, it's fun to speculate. It's fun to see what what's going to possibly come out of it in terms of you know who how all this Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire you know, like speculation is it just all fan speculation or is there any basis in reality or basis in it might actually happen we'll see who knows who knows if it'll happen and the last one i have to talk about today let's see how long are we in so we're about 22 minutes into this so far Last one I have to talk about today is um, they finished up um, shooting on Thor: Love and Thunder. Sounds like I think that's what they said. And um, just got a on if you're watching this on YouTube, I got a picture of Taika Waititi and Thor, the one that went around the internet uh, together. And um, I'm you know obviously stoked. Thor: Ragnarok. I'm pretty confident it's still my favorite MCU movie up to the date. I just love that movie. I love the tone of it. I love how they decided to do it. The fact that Taika Waititi is coming back to direct this one and, you know, did it direct it. It's interesting. One of the things I heard on the John Campia show, which I'd like to listen to, um, Rob over there was worried that it would get too crazy and too zany because, and he was worried that it would get too, and uh, you know, when he said that, I was like, ooh, that's a good point. But then they followed it up with, like, so far, Taika Waititi has not let us down. Like, with pretty much everything that he's done. Um, and he's able to balance, you know, being a goof with heartfelt kind of emotional kind of storylines as well. So I I can't, I can't, I can't not believe that he would do the same here that made any sense so i can't i believe he will be able to find a way because we have the jane foster storyline that's going to be in this one she's she's going to wield um uh mjolnir as well and you know in the comics the storyline with her is she's actually like dying from cancer and 
that kind of are they going to bring that kind of concept into the MCU? Is that what the storyline they're going to use? So even just that all by itself is going to ground the movie and make it, you know, ground this kind of concept of of um, humanity within the movie and bring it out of potential zany kind of ideas. So I don't know, but of course, since you know, since Thor Ragnarok is pretty much my favorite MCU movie up to date, the fact that we're getting basically a follow-up to that, um, direct follow-up to that in a lot of ways. I'm excited to see what, what we get out of this. And um, yeah, it'll be fun. All right. So that's all I got to say today. So next week, we'll, um, you know, well, first off, if you have any thoughts of your own, I'd love to hear about them. Check it out in the comments. Drop drop your ideas, thoughts and ideas of what you're expecting, what you're looking forward to, anything I said today that makes you respond to anything. I'd love to hear about it. Um, drop it in the comments. Um, and then of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast side, which you can find at creative mind podcast, the link is in the description of the video. Um, but also if you're listening to the podcast, the link to the videos in the description of the podcast, it's, um, well, it's the channel, uh, youtube.com slash the Zim video. And you can find this video and post any comments on it. That's the best and only really only way to interact with the show. Um, so check it out. But I'd um, love to hear your thoughts on all this stuff. So next week, we'll have watched, by the time this next show comes out next Friday, we'll have watched the first episode of Loki. So we'll be able to break down, you know, what what we saw there. Um, like I said, the way that I do it, the way I developed doing it when I started with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier was basically I just go through each show based on each character and what they did in the show. And it usually kind of, completes everything we need to know that I feel like we need to know about the show and um yeah so looking forward to doing that um so hopefully you'll come back and hang out with me and uh you know if I'm when I do it live every Friday my plan is to do it live every Friday at night at 10 a.m pacific standard time so wherever you are um come check out if you're into the MCU and you like me and you want to hang out on YouTube you can do it live with me 10 a.m. Fridays, unless otherwise, if, if I need to change the time or the date, I will do it in the comment in the community section of YouTube. So be sure to check that spot out if you're interested in uh, making sure that we're going to be live at 10 a.m. on Fridays. And then the way I, the other thing I do with the show is it's kind of like usually since I'm waiting, like I'm not trying to be the first one out the gate like, oh, the show just dropped. Tuesday night at midnight, I'm going to watch it and then put my show out um, Wednesday morning at, you know, 3 a.m. It's like I'm not even trying to do that. What I what I'm I'm intentionally kind of waiting a couple days so that we can hear what other pundits have to say so we can actually respond to the response as well. That's that's kind of like the goal of the show. It's not just responding to the show to Loki's all by itself. It's responding to Loki plus hearing what other people might have to say and go like, do we agree or disagree with how they think about it? So bring, if, if there's a show that you like to watch that's a another MCU-oriented show or movie-oriented show that you like to watch and you've heard people talk about it, bring it to the chat, bring it to the, the comments and say, over here I heard this idea, what do you think about that? And we can talk about it together. The two places, three places that I get most of my thoughts from in terms of that are the John Campia show on YouTube. They're all YouTube based John Campia, um, new rock stars and, um, 
uh, geek culture, I think it's called. Um, Geek Culture Explained, I think is what it's called now. He's changed the name a couple of times, but also the Comic Books Explained, the Rob Core. So those are the three places that I'd listen to them pretty regular. And so when on their videos usually are the types that come out the moment, you know, right they drop right away. And so we get to hear what they have to say. And then a couple of days later, we'll get together on Friday and we'll talk about everything we've heard and then just kind of dissect what we saw about the show um, itself. And then of course, if any other MCU news drops, we can throw sprinkle that into the conversation as well. But for the next few weeks, it'll be focused on Loki. I don't even know how many episodes is scheduled to be in this round, this, this round of the, of the Disney plus Loki show. So we'll see as time goes on. All right. Thanks a lot for joining. Thanks for hanging out. A couple of people you were watching live, which I really appreciate that. And hopefully we can build this up as well. And until next time, be loving, kind, and patient. Peace.